Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Out of the home office today, Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. The Oilers, a 5-1 victory over Pittsburgh last night. Connor McDavid, a goal and three assists. He uh, leads the NHL scoring race for the Eric Ross by seven points with two games left over Jonathan Huberto. Uh, Johnny Goodrow, by the way, is third at uh, 113. Dry settle fourth at 109 points. Uh, Goodrow this year. 87% of the time, Goodrow has played with either Elias Lindholm or with Matthew Kachuk on what's been the best line in the NHL. And they're all shooting north of 12%. That line is, uh, when that when those three are on the ice, the Flames shoot at over 12%. Now, a couple of years ago, when Goodrow had like 58 points in 70 games, and the Flames are shooting at about 6.5%. So that was an abnormally low year. This is an abnormally high year. Uh, the Oilers, by the way, dry settlement, David, the last two seasons were at about 11%. The team was shooting the puck when they were on the ice. This year, uh, they're both well below that. Uh, which maybe makes what Connor McDavid's achieved this year even more remarkable. Momentarily, we'll hook up with John Shannon. We'll tell you that you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Japanese Village, open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve now at jvedmonton.ca. As we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, the River Cree Resort Casino excitement. Bet on it. And we are pleased to be joined by NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hello, John. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Not bad. Uh, late one last night, getting back from Pittsburgh. Uh, CBA mandated off day for the Edmonton Oilers. They got two games to close out the regular season. Before we get to the next two games, I want to get your thoughts on the McDavid Crosby uh, Crosby head-to-head matchup last night. Um, what were your thoughts? Well, two things. Uh, Oiler Oiler based first. Um, what I have noticed, and I'm sure you've talked about countless times, whether it be on the broadcast with Cam or on this show, is that what we're seeing now from this organization is a, a ton more resilience. You know, when you consider the, the disappointment um, uh, of the game in Columbus, just like the disappointment of the game in Calgary 
you know, six weeks ago. Um, and then the team bounces back and plays well. That's, that's a resilience that is, is now part of the personality of this hockey club. And that's impressive. Uh, and that's going to put them in good stead in a, in a playoff series. Uh, resilience is so important. Uh, and that's something that I think in the last four or five years this team hasn't had enough of. And I th certainly believe they have that now. Uh, as far as the, the matchup between Sid and Connor, uh, first of all, you love to see it. Uh, you, you understand the difference in styles. Uh, you understand the, the challenges that each of them has. Uh, and to me, uh, what right now for Connor is that his support staff is better than Sid's. Hmm. Uh, and that's hard to imagine, but uh, Evander Kane and Yamamoto have done a, a really solid job. They did a great job last night. And Sid, who plays the best, in my opinion, plays the best 200-foot game in the, in the league, uh, is still trying to manage who his wingers are at certain times uh, with, a, with a difficult scenario with what's going on in Pittsburgh this last two weeks of the season. Well, they've got a revolving right wing situation, but yeah. Jake Jake Kunsel does play left wing. He is a forty goal scorer, John. Like yeah, he's a pretty good player. No, but it, there's the continuity, you know. But but if you know the, the continuity that Gensel has been there for the most part, you're right, and is there now. Uh, but to me, the continuity that Sid hasn't had for the for his wingers. And really, right now, let's face it, uh, for, for Connor, it's either been Pugliarvi or Yamamoto uh, on the one side. And, and I more and more certainly look like, it looks like to me that Yamamoto and Kane are the, they're the winning combination for Connor. To me, that was the, that's the big difference. And Sid, like, like Sid, like Connor, and, and Sid has done an amazing job for a decade of, uh, of making his wingers look good. Uh, and he's going to end up having to do it again in order for the Penguins to get a little farther in the playoffs this year. See, John, I wonder, um, and we had Brian Burke on yesterday. Uh, Paul well, I bet was on. you he was happy. Uh, well, he, he sent me a text this morning, so he couldn't have been that disappointed. Uh, usually it's followed by, you know, uh, having a little bit of fun at my expense. But uh, tell me this. You, you look at that Eastern Conference, the eight teams that were in, those eight teams were in at Christmas, and the eight teams yep. that were out, they've been out since Christmas, and they were all offloading UFAs and that <laughs> sort of thing, which actually weakened their teams even further. I mean, the only teams, the only two teams that sort of were fairly competitive in the bottom eight were Columbus and the Islanders. In fact, if you look at Columbus, you can make an argument. I know you're very good friends with John Davidson. You can make an argument. They have exceeded expectations in what really is supposed to be year one of a rebuild. I mean, they had three first-round picks in this last year's yeah. draft. They lost some pretty significant players over the last couple of years, um, clearly in a different direction. But I just wonder with Pittsburgh if it was like, well, we're in the playoffs, we're a veteran team, we know what we got. And conversely, the orders were trying to play like they, the orders when Jay Woodcroft was brought up on February 10th, John, Edmonton was six points out of a playoff spot in the Pacific Division, and they were fifth in the Pacific at that yeah. time. Yeah, no, no, I, I think that's part of it. Uh, but I, I think your point uh, about the disparity in the Eastern Conference is really important, which is, uh, I, I, I assume you're the same way as me. I am not, and have been not, a big proponent of the PR discussion about, wow, eight 100-point teams in the Eastern Conference. Well, that just shows the haves and the have-nots, Bob. And there's a lot of have-nots in the Eastern Conference right now. 
You know, that's that's the frustration of uh, 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 or the other side of the coin, rather, of having eight 100-point teams in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but there's a lot of teams that weren't even close to 80 points, and that's going to be an issue. Can you imagine, uh, and, and not to get on to off topic completely, which I'm good at, can you imagine the Ottawa Senators and the Buffalo Sabres who are going to be better next year? They're going to be better next year, but where are they going to go? Boston's better. You know, Florida and Tampa and Toronto are better. Carolina. How, how yeah. are they going to improve? Carolina and the Rangers be are better. There's nobody yeah. that's going to take well, a Well, I'm just even talking. I'm just picking the their division. division. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it is going to be, it could be three years before they those two teams make the playoffs, and they will be better every year. Well, it's, it's interesting, John, because I had a, a couple different conversations, one with the media and one with some guys not in the media that are in hockey and the two dates down in Pittsburgh. And... Uh, one of the conversation points was, you know, one of the individuals said, I don't even know if I'm going to have this. So this is a guy that's a voter. Like, is it a guarantee that McDavid's on everybody's uh, Hart Trophy ballot as one of the top five guys this year? Well, yes. I'm like, and, and that's, yes. I'm, I'm like, are you serious? Like, do you want, and the thing that, the thing that I find interesting is some of the, so it, at one time it was like back in 1718, it was like, well, I don't care if he's leading the league and scoring, the orders aren't in the playoffs. And if they're not in the playoffs, he's not in. Well, not only, like, guess who's led the NHL in scoring since Jay Woodcroft took over as head coach? Connor McDavid has the most, McDavid has the most yeah. points in the league. Dreisaitl was leading, uh, was leading the league in scoring when uh, when when Jay took over, and 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 we both know uh, that you know Leon's dealt with some things here in the, in the last 20 games, um, but the bottom line here is McDavid's got 61 points since February 10th. That leads all NHL players in scoring, and Jay's coached 36 games. And he's oh by the way he's leading in points per game too. In case Toronto fans want to sit there and say, well yeah, but Austin Matthews is missed. Well McDavid's got more points per game too, and he doesn't play with Mitch Marner every five on five shift. So and that's where he's going to go here. Like we've had these arguments against why it can't be McDavid for the heart. And I'm and Jack put it out last night via Twitter, Jack Michaels, about you know it's like Michael Jordan. There were years in which he wasn't you know he didn't get the MVP in the league some years, even though everybody knew he was the best player because he's being judged differently. And then I brought. Well, up I, think the I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. I think we talked about this on Monday briefly. We did. Is is that there are two sets of rules, one for Connor and one for the rest of the league right now, you know. And when and the other thing is and and I, I mean I live in Toronto. Uh, I live and breathe hockey 100% of my time, uh, and there is something to be said for games that start uh, at 9 Eastern or 9.30 Eastern All time. All day. All day. For, for, not for fans, but for voters. Uh, I mean, I, 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 tr I truly believe, I truly believe the NHL needs to address who votes for the awards. And who is credible to vote for the awards? There's a ton of members of the PHWA that are credible journalists and hockey reporters. Ton of them. But there are also lots of, lots of those people just follow their own team and don't follow the league. And that becomes a major issue. When the PHWA was given the right to vote for all these, everybody knew everybody in the league. And we haven't adapted with the technology and time 
of what's going on in 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 our business, in the media business, and in the hockey world. Well, and, 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 and I think it's time. I think it's time that the NHL changes their their voting uh, perspective when it comes to uh, major awards. They're they're reticent to do it because they don't want to upset the writers. But this might be the time to do it. All right, and, and we can extrapolate further on this. Okay, so in the 2006 Stanley Cup playoff, there was a separate charter of which I, I was at 1260 at that time, and uh, I got to go for Game 5 and Game 7 on the charter, okay? And at that time, the majority of the beat writers for the respective teams around the NHL, part of their, I guess, perks was I got to cover the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Well, we have seen a dramatic shift. Like, it was great on this road trip seeing Mark Spector. I'll never say that again. Seeing Mark Spector, it was great to see Speck and Jim Matheson and Daniel Nugent Bowman because it was a sign of the times. Now, there's a guy that's a prominent guy out of Pittsburgh, and he's upset about how the NHL does business, and baseball has fully apparently been much more open, and so he chose that night to go to the Penguin, and he's got a big following in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, and it, but the point I'm making, the John, a lot of the beat writers no longer travel at any, well, especially over the last two years because of COVID. Some are right. just getting back into it. Some of the you know, the publications and the entities have completely cut that. So that's part one, is they're not traveling around the league anymore. And part two is if they're writing gamers and they're out east, what are they doing after the game? Oh, no, oh, no I think that's part. I think that's one of ten reasons. Here, here's the other factor. I can guarantee you with Connor's game last night in the Eastern time zone on ESPN nationally, yes. He will have received. There will be five people that are voters. That is, the revelation is that hey, this this Connor's having a good season. You know, I mean, I, I watched ESPN last night, and 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 Mark and Chris Chelios did a nice job of talking about what a great player McDavid is, and how valuable he is. And I guarantee you that will sway some voters. It will. Should it? No, because the. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Voters should be much more aware of what's going on with all 32 clubs, but that's just not the way of the world right now. Actually, I want to read a I want to read a line from Josh Yo. He writes for the Athletic, and it just uh, he's based in Pittsburgh. He's been there a number of years now. Josh is a good writer. Josh, Josh is a good writer. So th this is the best uh, player in the world was though. Uh, and what? Uh, okay, so it said, once upon a time, the Penguins were young, bursting with talent, full of energy, putting on show in road arenas. The remaining players from the Penguins Cup teams must have felt like they were in a time machine watching themselves play. This is from Josh Yeo in The Athletic. But Marty McFly and Doc Brown weren't at PPG Paints Arena on Tuesday. The best player in the world was, though, and what a show he put on. Connor McDavid lit up the Penguins uh, in a commanding performance. Then it goes on yeah. to say... There's a part of it that really kind of surmised it. Um, 
I want to find the other part. All right, 10 post-game observations. McDavid is the best player in the world. This is from a a Pittsburgh writer. Oh, I know how good Austin Matthews is. I'm aware he scored a 60th goal this season for the Maple Leafs on Tuesday, and I'm sure he's going to win the Hart Trophy. Good for him. He's great. But there's only one McDavid, and he's without question the greatest player in the game. You know it when you see him play in person. He's different. In some ways, he's different than anybody who's played the game. He was in full flight against the Penguins, yeah. who had no answer. And he, he basically goes on to say, yeah. oh, here, uh, a wonderful new era of superstars has arrived, and it's a great thing for the NHL. Uh, but referring to McDavid, he's the head of the class. He's the guy. Yeah, you know, it's funny, you, you, you mentioned my relationship with John Davidson with the Blue Jackets. I, I actually talked to John on Monday uh, about the, the, the Blue Jackets-Oilers game because I was congratulating him on getting that free agent Blankenberg signed because he, he played a pretty good game on, yeah. on, on Sunday afternoon. Uh, and then he, then he unsolicited said to me uh, that he was amazed and staggered how good McDavid was. In person, uh, not that he didn't know he was the greatest player already, but just how good he was. And he said it was amazing to watch in person how great Connor McDavid was. And that was a game that wasn't necessarily, well, Connor was outstanding that game. The Oilers weren't necessarily outstanding, but Connor, how many scoring chances? Uh, Seven, eight, nine? So you know the deal. He he's, he ends up on the media bus every post game to deal with something, and uh, it has to do with the departure of the buses. And I said to him after the game, I said, you could have had five or six points against Columbus yeah. like that, after yeah. the game. And then last night, last night I said to him, "Hey, I got a stat for you." And he goes, "What's that?" And I go, "When you score four points against Pittsburgh, the orders are two and zero, oh, and he got a, you know, like it was, it, you know, it just, and it's a smart ass comment by me. But the reality of the situation is, I mean, what are the chance? I mean, he's played Pittsburgh twice this year. He's a leading scorer in the lead against Pittsburgh, and they've got teams that they've played four times. And he's just, yeah. you know, the other thing is, is it's 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 amazing, you know, fame and glory. And talent are fleeting. Yes. When you think about, um, you know, Pittsburgh has won three Stanley Cups with Sid there. Back to back the last time in, what, 16 and 17. Yes. Um, I don't think Sid's game has diminished very much at all. But Neither do I. Has. Yeah. But the teams has. Uh, and, and, and here we are, we're, you know, we're talk- we really are talking about the passing of the torch. Uh, from from one to the other, and, and to, to me, I to be able to watch those guys, and I, you know, I've been lucky enough to be in Pittsburgh and in Edmonton to watch both guys go head to head. Connor dominated one night in Pittsburgh, and remember the overtime goal that Sid scored against the Oilers a couple of years back after beating Ryan Strom to the puck. Yes, uh, just you know, both of them are such amazing athletes and genuine people. That that's what makes it special. And the bottom line is Pittsburgh had a better support system built around them, and the right. orders and the orders have started to address that with the addition of guys like Hyman and Kane. I mean, Kane's got six goals, ten points last yeah. six games. He's been an unbelievable yeah. signing. Uh, we talked about this. And with, by the way, can I just say? Uh, go for it, Derek Ryan. Derek Ryan just does little stuff well. You know, for a third liner, fourth liner, holy smokes, Derek Ryan. Just does so many little things that are impressive. And you know what? With all the stuff that's gone on, the re-signing of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and we, we all talk about the timing of Jay taking over as coach. The record with this organization 
since Ryan Nugent Hopkins came back from injury is phenomenal. Touches every aspect to of the that, team's game. That's right. To touch the, to, the balance that he creates, the balance he allows Jay to, to, to manage ice time for Connor and for Leon and, him, and, and Nugent Hopkins himself really changes the personality of this hockey club. Well, and you know Wayne Gretzky talked about that on today's show, John. And I know you're you're well, Elliot's. I've heard of him. You're the setup man, and Elliot's going to be the closer for today's show. So, and I know. What happens to that? What happened to that? What do you mean? That's a, you know, I used to be the closer on Wednesdays. What is that? Fried, just, you're probably telling me Friedman couldn't do this, do his regular spot. That's what happened. He actually Brian Lawton couldn't do his regular slot. Oh, okay. So he's going to do another game. You can figure well, out why. You, tell, you, tell you can, you can figure he, out why with you Brian tell Friedman. You tell, you tell Friedman that he, that, uh, that he owes me. Uh, I'm just going to read this. So Derek Ryan, <laughs> and this is all done even at even strength, since Jay Woodcroft's been the coach, six goals, 15 points, in 33 games, and he's plus eight. Yeah. All I'm telling lot, you. Right? Like, there's, that's, that's, those are useful third-line numbers in that situation. Yeah. Um, Another Absolutely. guy that's responded well has been Tyson Berry to, to Dave Manson. He's got 22 points in 33 games. He's plus 10. Uh, then there's Evander Kane, who's got 20 goals and 35 points in 36 games, and is plus 20. So and all of it, a few of us are eating our words on him. So yeah, uh, and are people eating their words just to wrap up, John, on a guy by the name of Ken Holland? Well, I mean, listen, Kenny's the first guy to tell you that it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. You know, and just be patient. You know, and and I mean. Uh, what he did and what he didn't do uh, on the goaltending alone, and all of Crazy. us, you know, po- all of us poked him about that. All of us poked yes. him about that, and and he's and he's got the last laugh at this point. Now that said, like Toronto, yep. What are you going to do for me in the playoffs? Who's got you know, more pressure? You, Who's got more pressure? The Leafs or the Oilers? Oh, the Leafs by far. I agree. Leafs by far. Yep. I'll just say four numbers. 1967. Yeah. I'll give you another number. Six. That's how old Austin Matthews was when Toronto last won a playoff series. <laughs> and who was the coach? Uh, Pat Quinn. Yes, sir. Who, who right. when he came to Edmonton, needed to get coached up on what the Oilers had. As, because, he, he, again, one of those guys. Worked out the East. Great man. Bigger than life personality. God rest his soul, right? But yep. I think when you're in the West, you you drive into games, and you or you you drive into to your game at home, and you're watching other games played before you out East. Whereas when you're in the East, you're wrapping things up and you do what you do after. I don't, and I think that's part of the reason. John, great stuff. That's uh, that's talk on Monday, okay? You just tell Friedman he owes me big. Well, uh, I don't, I, you know, he's he's not a big money guy. I don't know if he can pull that together for you, John. I, I know what he makes. John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for your. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. We're up against it here. We're going to tell you our friends at Brent Ridge Ford have got some new units in stock and more on the way. As the vehicle pipeline is moving, you can check in with Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang to see if they've got the right vehicle for you. If not, they can order you the exact uh, vehicle you want and the specifications you need. But hurry, because the order bank is getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you buy a vehicle, get outstanding service. Call the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, one 877 Ford. That's one 877 Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Elliot Friedman after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.